Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from the LV1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. And we're back this week. We have another special guest here. We have been uh, booked with the guests for the past month or so. Hopefully you're enjoying all these guests. This week we have from the IDP guys, the F3 Pod and Dynasty Football Digest, Mr. Joey the Tooth. I believe it's at Joey the Tooth. At Joey the Tooth, IDP. IDP, there you go. I missed something there. How's it going, Joey? I tried using Joey the Tooth, and it was taken, surprisingly enough. I was like, all right. Yeah. Is that is that <laughs> a play on, jo- like, you, you tell the truth? No, not even close. Okay. So the, the true story behind <laughs> it is I had a friend, a big friend of mine, who I used to call Snacks because he liked to eat. And like he said Snacks had, Harrison. Yeah. And he said I had small dolphin teeth, so he called me Joey the Tooth. <laughs> all right. That's small legit. Small dolphin teeth. I've never yeah. heard that in my life. I, nope. Me either. That but is never literally my best friend. So. so what you have to, to do to amplify the story next time you tell it is to say that your buddy Snacks Harrison. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> told you you had little dolphin teeth. And compared to him, oh, yes, man. I. And you may have heard Daryl giggling in the background. Daryl, how are you? Doing just fine, Dan. How are you? Oh, I'm Welcome, doing pretty Joey. good. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yep. Welcome, and uh, coming off a uh, Friday night of fun here for with uh, Daryl and Doug and Mike Waller on the uh, Rated IDP Live show the other night. Oh yeah, it's a good great time. Having you on there. It, it was great. I think I got cut short because of some cows or something. You <laughs> may or may not have heard something about some cattle. Yes. Or you guys were completely hammered and had lost track of time and realized you had to go to bed. The old guy was actually ready to hang with you guys past oh, midnight. Lord. And you, you guys were wrapping like, no. it up, telling me to get out of here. Got to go chase down some cows. No, I was good. I actually uh, set up very late that night. So I don't yeah. know. Doug said something about cows. I think Doug was trying to shut it down. Yeah. Back, so. He's like, got to go. See, it's all about <laughs> me trying to keep the show to to a time frame, man. He he was trying to stick it right to that two hour mark, like just just completely cut off. But he had to go chase down his animals, I guess, and uh, <laughs> keep him in shape. Yeah, yeah. So Doug, hopefully your animals are all okay, and uh, hopefully uh, everything's everything's good over there on the farm. But uh, anyway, we are here this week. Uh, we we kind of. Started with a joke. Uh, we're here this week to talk sleepers, IDP sleepers. And, you know, a lot of people, drafts are over, rookie drafts, or you're getting ready for redraft season. Or if you're really a, a great human being, you signed up for one of my Autism Speaks Eliminators, and you're prepping to try to get some deep sleepers because these are 17-team leagues. Uh, so it, it goes deep. Uh, we got a few more signed up this evening, and we're still looking for about, I think, like seven on, in each. So if you're interested in one or both, Daryl's IDP only still has some spots. 
and my super flex with IDP uh, is still looking for some pl- spots. Although those are filling up. And uh, to, to quote our buddy Shane, who uh, we'll have to have on the show sometime coming up here, because he, he is joining an IDP league. No. For just because of the charity aspect. He said he'll do anything for the kids. So, um, can I proceed in that league? Because I think I could win. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be in that league too. So, but, uh, but yeah, definitely, absolutely, we can get you signed up here. Uh, all it takes is ten dollars, and that money goes to a hundred dollars goes to Autism Speaks. Uh, that donation will be made as soon as all the money is collected, and then uh, if the winner wins, they get fifty dollars. And I've already had a couple people tell me if I win, just send that right to Autism Speaks. So uh, good on some people. And I mentioned on IDP Live the other day, one of our uh, participants and Doug's. Uh, single QB that filled up very quickly uh, yeah, yeah. gave me gave us an extra fifty dollar donation, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, so I'm gonna, you know, if he wants to name himself, he can go ahead. I'm gonna keep that anonymous because uh, it was done privately. Uh, but that's an awesome um, move, and thank you very much. You know who you are. Uh, but today we're talking IDP sleepers. You know, we got. Uh, we'll talk about the listener league a little later. Uh, that's looking more and more like it's going to be a uh, do-over. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but Daryl, why don't you hit us with some of that? Good news, everyone. Some good news. No. All right. Maybe not. So good we got news, but news. Man, they're not all good, but eh, some of them we'll run through them real quick. Um, <clears throat> defensive end uh, Charles Harris for the Dolphins. He's going to be questionable for starter training camp. That's bad news. That's terrible news. Yeah, that is bad news. Because I was so, I was expecting him to be. He, he could have been one of these sleepers on this list that we're talking about. Later. He was gonna be one of my sleepers actually. Yeah, I read that. yeah. I don't know how long he's gonna be out. They just said he could be questionable for the start. So I was like, ooh, okay. Because I had <laughs> actually <laughs> went and picked him up in a few leagues. Who's left? Jonathan Woodard. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I can check on that for you here in a second. I think, uh, I think there's Woodard and maybe Ledbetter. I don't know. Well, you know what? I think it was Doug was talking up Ledbetter. Um, Jonathan Ledbetter. Right. Uh, he was talking him up, saying, why is nobody giving him any love? Um, he could be it. Jonathan Wood, Wood, Woodard and Tank Carradine is oh, still floating Tank around Carradine. the league. Uh, Charles <laughs> Harris uh, and another guy, Dwayne Hendricks. Never heard huh. of him. Uh, and Nate Orchard yeah. are the ends. Maybe that, that they'll just the draft for them. Yeah, maybe they'll <laughs> slide Christian Wilkins out. I don't know. Yeah. Looking over their roster, I'm trying to see who else could. Uh, Jaron Elliott was kind of one of those uh, Green Bay edge rushers at one point. But uh, yeah, they they got a whole lot of nothing going on there. Yeah, <laughs> go tank. Yeah, well, you know what? They're they're sucking for Tua down there. Tank for Tua is was what yeah. Sipes, Sipes was telling us yeah. uh, on on the HQ that they're tanking for Tua. Apparently, they're they trying to get him real hard. What's that? They traded for Rose, though. Why make that trade if you're going to tank? Or you're just going to hope he's just as bad as he was in Arizona? Uh, <laughs> maybe they're seeing what they can get out of him, and yeah. you know, I don't know, trade him again. Yeah, the Giants might need a quarterback after they figure out Daniel Jones can't play. Oh, man. 
Ooh, yeah, we're we're not an mistake. offense show, but so, I'm just joking. I have a few Daniel Jones shares. Uh, I still don't get it. And hopes. You know, it's probably my North Carolina bias. I'm a North Carolina Tar Heel fan as well. Oh, so definitely you don't so, like him. Mainly basketball, but still, <laughs> I hate Duke. So, so anyway, um, what else you got for us, Daryl? Uh, the Giants have said that they're going to look at the possibility of using Javiel Peppers to return kicks this year. That's great news because Peppers, I think that's one of his things he brings to the tables is return game. So, yeah, um, that'll definitely help him in IDP leagues. But I still think absolutely. Antoine Bethea is the safety to have there. Well, he's also going to play strong. I mean, not the, the like you know. Yeah, he's apparently going to yeah. be a strong safety there, so that's good. News yeah, too. these returns will help him big time. So. The returns. I think absolutely. it's weird to swing Bethea back to free after the season he just had. Yeah, yeah. The Giants know. just don't make good decisions. Though. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> If they were smart, they would just move Bethea to a linebacker. Just move him up. They I mean, really, a lot the of these. You know, well, if they were smart, they would have paid Landon Collins and never well, let him left hand. Well, but hey. Yeah, that's true. Malcolm <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins basically does that. Like, I mean, yeah, some of these safeties are basically just a linebacker. Right. In, in uh, safety and name, but really, they they play more linebacker. Yeah. Which is why we love them, because they're true. basically playing linebacker. It all comes down to the linebackers. But anyway, what else you got for us, Daryl? Speaking of linebackers, the Chargers linebacker Kazir White is expected to be ready for training camp. That's good. That was a masterful segue there, speaking of linebackers. Just amazing. I I have my moments when you let me. (laughs) When you let me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he he says I'm holding him down all the time, but... And as we know. continue this theme of linebacker, he's got a live mic in front of him, just like I do. I don't know. <laughs> um, speaking of another linebacker, Ryan Kerrigan for the Redskins is closing in on the franchise record for sacks held yeah. by Dexter Manley. He's like and, and six if, and a half away. Yeah, if cool. your league does score sacks pretty well, he's one of those underrated dudes that you can yeah, get yeah. for nothing, and he's yeah. he's pretty steady. He's had like what you know, thirteen he, the last two years, and nobody yeah. talks about him. Yeah, he's it's true. He's one of those undervalued. It's because he's an outside linebacker, and right. everybody yeah. hates outside linebackers. But if you adjust your scoring so that they actually matter, then and with that yeah. defense they're putting around him, yeah. I like him even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the one last piece of news, it's kind of I don't even know why I mention it, but <laughs> Cowboys defensive end Randy Gregory hopes to be reinstated by training camp. That says it all. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if he can make it, fine, because they can definitely use him, but I'm not banking on it. Well, how many infractions is this now? Uh, <laughs> no three. Hey, come on, man. It's three or four, I believe. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's be the optimists, or I'll yeah. be the optimist here. Maybe he's turned his life around and he's decided that he actually wants to try to play football and make money. And I'm the Easter Bunny. Well, hello, Easter Bunny. How are you? Let's see those ears. (laughs) Again, I can't really say that with a straight face for very long, but 
you know, I hope for the you know young man that he got his act together. You know, sometimes yeah. people need to screw up in life to to fix. You know, everyday life people need to screw up and hit rock bottom before they yeah. can uh, turn their life around. So hopefully he's done that and made a change. Maybe he's you know laid off the the weed or the drugs or whatever. I don't think it was PEDs he got busted for. Maybe no. you know he he decided he can smoke whatever once he's retired. I don't know. Uh, that it for us there, Doug? Or not, Doug? Daryl? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, now I see. Uh, I see. Yeah, I think we're done here. I was staring at a uh, uh, tweet that was, we were all tagged in here, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's it for the news and notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm done. That's it. All right. So it is our main event time. And we're here to talk some sleepers, some guys. Uh, now, I don't know about the other two gentlemen, but I tried to look on MFL for people under 10% owned uh, and even not owned uh, showing up. I need, I know MFL's zero owned doesn't mean nobody owns them, but basically nobody owns them uh, based off the percentages of leagues. Uh, and so we're going to start and go through each uh, positional designation here. Uh, keep in mind, these are as of today, so things can change uh, once Gary over there at Fantasy Sharks decides to um, change up things once he gets his data and decides to switch positions. Maybe some of these things will, um, you know, magically show up here. Um, <laughs> defensive tackle-wise is where we're going to start. Sorry, I was trying to read something at the same time as talking. I can't read. I can't read and chew gum at the same time. So, uh, anyway, defensive tackle is where we're going to start. Uh, one of the uh, unsung positions in positional. If your league is defensive tackle heavy or a defensive tackle uh, premium, so to speak, then these are some guys you probably want to target. And I, I got questions about a defensive tackle earlier this week. Uh, so, who wants to start? Dude, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I like uh, Taven Bryan from Jacksonville. He's, in, he's going into his second year. Uh, he was, I believe, drafted at the end of the first round last year. And there's not really too much in front of him. He's got Marcel Darius is there, and I think Avery Jones is starting in front of him. And uh, he definitely has the talent to push for snaps. And I don't know. He, I think he could unseat Jones pretty easily. Yeah, and uh, Malik Jackson's out of town, so yep. that opens up that hole. And I think that was done by design because they drafted him, obviously, to play. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's definitely one to keep an eye on. Again, and, and a lot of these guys on my list are also second-year guys that, you know, we, we once the year was over, we forgot they existed, even though, you know, sometimes it takes right. a year or two to, for these guys to, to show up in the stat column, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, I like that one. Daryl, who's your uh, guy on your list first? Well, my first one at D-Tackle is Harrison Phillips up in Buffalo. Uh, Kyle Williams left. I know they drafted Ed Oliver, but there's going to be a lot of attention paid to Oliver, so somebody's yeah. going to have to help step up and help make an impact. I know they got Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano back there and Jordan Poyer at safety, but it all starts up front. And Phillips, this will be, what, his second, third year in the league? Second. He's a second-year guy. Second year. So, 
he should be ready to take a good jump forward right here, I think. Yeah. So another second-year player, uh, another guy that may have been forgotten about, uh, especially with Ed mm-hmm. Oliver comm- you know, commanding a lot of attention on the field yeah. as well as right. probably commanding a lot of attention from your – you know, some people are probably like, ah, Phillips isn't going to do anything because Oliver's there. When On the contrary, I think he'll get a lot of yeah. uh, time yeah, to make plays because they're going to be double-teaming Oliver a lot. Yeah, oh, definitely yeah. agree. Plus, they have to uh, figure out what to do with Tremaine Edmonds back there swallowing up ball carriers, too. So, they're going to have their hands full. He's yeah. going to get plenty of chances. So, my first guy is not a second-year player. So, it's just to start out with that. Uh, it is actually Malcolm Brown, who goes from the Patriots. Uh, being a, you know, he, he's more of a body um, to take up space. Mm-hmm. But he's going to a New Orleans team this year. And he's a former first-round pick at pick 32. And they don't have a whole lot on that defensive line. They've Sheldon Rankins, who you know left kind of early or late in the season, got injured. Uh, him coming back on time is a maybe. So I think Malcolm Brown will kind of be dependent on there. And if you we talked a lot about what's around these guys, uh, we didn't talk a lot about Taven Bryan. He's got two excellent pass rushers on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Brown, if Rankins is healthy, he's going to demand a lot of attention as well as Cameron Jordan, who just got paid, yep. and Marcus Davenport. Mm-hmm. And that front line is all first-rounders. That is true. Oh, yeah. Cameron Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown, and Marcus Davenport, all first-round talent. <clears throat> so that's a pretty stout front four. And I think Malcolm <laughs> yeah. Brown, you know, he's not going to set the world on fire, but if you're in a deep league... And you're 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 trying to throw a dart. Why not throw a dart on a guy that has a good line? Uh, the Saints are in a lot of shootouts, a lot of pass rush opportunities. All it takes is a sack for a defensive tackle to have a good game. Yep, true. So, and we're talking deep sleepers here. We're not talking, you know, we're not going to bring up the fact that oh, uh, you know, you know, Christian Wilkins is a sleeper. Not really. <laughs> not really. I don't think nobody's sleeping on him. Yeah. <laughs> So, Joey, why don't we go with your uh, second? Go uh, let's see. I'm going uh, Deshaun Hand with uh, the Lions. Likely he oh, might okay. change his designation to DE to DN later in the season. But as of right now, he's listed as a defensive tackle, and he's actually sliding outside two defensive ends. So yeah, I, I think they're getting that position switch right there where he can actually benefit being an end and getting tackle numbers. Yes, and uh, they did that when Snacks came on. Yep. Because uh, once Snacks got signed on, they had him and Ashawn on the inside, and, and Hand was kicking out. And these Alabama linemen, they're pretty interchangeable because right. they're just big Plus, dudes that can get to the quarterback. So With the addition of Flowers, too, I think most of the attention for the offensive line will be on his side. Yep. Yeah. And if you got Snacks and Flowers lining right. on the same side mm. of a defensive line, then who do you try to – go after like yep. <laughs> it's tough and i mean snacks is probably and and i don't have the stat to back it up but i'm pretty sure that the stat is he's the number one run stopper uh in in defensive tackle oh, i wouldn't be surprised what do you have 70 plus tackles last year yeah, yeah. He put and he only, some I, I believe numbers. the stat was he doubled his tack he played about half and half last season mm-hmm. and he doubled his tackle numbers from the giants on the on the lions he had double <laughs> yeah. the amount so he, he and that Detroit defense was much improved. 
oh, as yeah. soon as he joined that team. So, I mean, they still weren't a great team, but that defense was stopping the run a lot better. It wasn't the sieve that it was. Because they didn't get that. to Ger- Gerard Davis or Jared Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you, won't, you won't find his name on this list because no. I'm, I'm trying to, I don't know, find a sucker to take him off my hands, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Daryl, what do you got for your second? Um, my next one is Danico Autry for the Colts. Mm-hmm. He had a a uh, few games stretch out late towards last year. Hey, I think he was hurt somewhere at the beginning. Then he got his chance when some other injuries took over, and he did really well. Had some big games. I think he's a little inconsistent, but he could be a big sleeper for them. Yeah, and a lot of the attention was on Marcus Hunt, who you know came out of nowhere to, to right. be a defensive tackle uh, mm-hmm. sweetheart, so to speak. Uh, he and um, Larry Ogunjobi kind of owned defensive yeah. tackle sleepers last year. Uh, they were waiver wire guys you could get. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, you know, a lot of attention on them. That, that Colts defense is an up and coming defense. So, uh, you know, give me the pieces of the Colts. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, my second one is uh, one of my Seahawks. And I know that the oohs and ahs and the groans are probably happening. Uh, but, you know, I, next I and Jerron Reed is not a sleeper, although he is criminally oh, God, criminally undervalued. Uh, but yep. right next to him is probably going to be a short but stout Puna Ford, who oh, Daryl really liked. Uh, and, and at the Senior Bowl <laughs> two years ago, or yeah, I guess it was two years ago, had a very impressive yeah. camp, and but went undrafted. And and we you know we we that wrote the rookie guide were like this guy went undrafted he was like great <laughs> like he's a short little guy that gets leverage and does what he's supposed to do and uh, he's probably pushing Nazir Jones either outside the defensive end or pushing him out the door as a cut possibly yeah, for so Seattle too. we talked about Seattle situations a little bit on Friday night uh, but he like I said he's an undrafted free agent. Uh, he could get an opportunity, and playing next to Jerron Reed is definitely a positive. One of the things mm-hmm. you notice we've said about all these guys is they're playing with talent. So yeah. if you could find a guy that can you know, s- take some production off of that talent, these guys might regress that we're talking about the talent-wise and give a little bit to these other you know, lesser-known players. They're still good quality players. So, Joey, the third one we're going to give is a rookie, I believe, is what we agreed on, right? Yep. So, what's your rookie defensive tackle that's sleeping, that everybody's sleeping on? Uh, Tremont Jones with uh, Denver. Nice. Okay. Uh, the Ohio only State one product, I believe, really right? Ahead of him is uh, Shelby Harris. Mm-hmm. Shelby Harris wasn't even a full-time starter last season. He just kind of yeah. showed that he had enough for them to re-sign him. And Jones is coming off an eight-and-a-half sack season. Actually scored two touchdowns last season as well, but I know he's not going to do that again in the NFL. But he had 43 tackles and eight and a half sacks last season for Ohio State. So yeah, he's definitely got the ability, and I think he could beat out Harris if not from the start of the season, at least somewhere down the road. He can start stealing snaps from him. Yeah, these rookie sleepers. I think one thing you have to understand is rookies may not produce week like we expect Ed Oliver to produce week one, right? Right. A guy like Draymond Jones is a sleeper. He's probably not going to produce week one. If he does, that'd be great. But yeah. you got to wait on these guys. That's what your taxi squad's for. That, that's right. what these, you know, this is the time to stash guys that you think are talented and, you know, have a chance. 
Um, we're not saying these guys are going to be studs week one, but uh, right. I would agree. And Demata Petco is no longer there. And, right. you know, Draymond Jones, we, we kind of liked him. Uh, I, I forget offhand. He was one of the top 10 defensive tackles we had going uh, for the guy that we had out. Daryl, who's your uh, rookie sleeper? I took Dexter Lawrence. I thought, like we mentioned, it's so hard for rookies to get playing time early. And even when they do, it's hard for them to be make an impact. But I think the Giants just – they don't have that much talent to begin with. So, he's going to get the volume. You know, I mean, they have Dalvin Tomlinson who hasn't panned out. Uh, they've shipped all their good players away. So, I think he's going to make an impact. I think he can step in for them and help him out immediately. You know, guys, we're going to be having to, like, block this show from, like, New York because we have been killing the Giants all episode. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. I've been killing them too. But uh, but yeah, we, we, we keep beating the, up these Giants. But but we're saying one of their players is a sleeper. I got another right. one later on that we're going to talk about. Uh, we also said some nice things about their safeties too. So we did say a few nice things. We did. Uh, just not that many. Uh, but yeah, I like Dexter Lawrence. He's one of the guys I'm picking up uh, once that wave of defensive tackles goes. Yeah. Because, you know, in your rookie drafts, you know, Oliver, Quinnen, uh, Wilkins, Tillery are normally the top four Tillery. gone. And then people stop caring about defensive tackles. Right. But I'm happy getting Lawrence because he's going to play a ton. And the Giants are probably going to yeah, be... Yeah, he may even start for them right away, too. He should. Yeah, he He's the most talented yeah, guy I mean... they have. I don't even know who else is there, <laughs> but I could probably tell you he's the most talented guy they have. That's um, why you know he is. And he <laughs> there you go. Because Mario Edwards he is, is somewhere going... else. I mean, they, they the play... actually, you know what? Uh, Olsen, Pierre Olsen is there. I know that. Yeah. Uh, Olsen Pierre. They're going, I, he's I don't going know. super late. And the guy's got two he's first names. Like pick 62. Yeah, he's going real late. Uh, the guy I have for us is a man who played at a small school, was a third-round draft pick of the Kansas City Chiefs, Kalen Saunders. And, and I almost said Derek Nandi was a sleeper for me uh, earlier. I decided not to go with him. But I think Kalen Saunders, uh, he's a great Twitter follow, by the way. So if you, I, I've <laughs> really? caught a couple of his tweets. He's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I think when he was debuting his number, he had something entertaining to talk about. Uh, I don't know the tweets offhand, but but check out his Twitter, and uh, it's kind of amusing. Uh, so Kalen Saunders is my pick, number ninety nine. You know, and again, you know, to to reiterate this talent thing, he's got Frank Clark, Chris Jones, and whoever else they're sticking on the other side. But uh, Alex you know. Okafor, I think. Yeah, Agba and Okafor yeah. probably split time. I expect Speaks. Clark to not. Yeah, Speaks might. Uh, we'll talk about Speaks here in a minute. <laughs> little little, <laughs> little preview for for five minutes from now. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Saunders is my pick. Uh, any other guys you just guys want to? You know, we won't go deep dive. Anybody else on D tackle that you guys want to just throw no, out there for the people? That was it for me. Yeah, I just love Jerry Tillery. I, yeah. I wanted to say him, but he's not really a sleeper. He reminds me, like, size-wise and skill-wise, of kind of what DeForest Buckner does. Yeah. but And yeah. he is going to be so good between Bosa and Ingram. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got uh, Brandon Meebane next to him. Uh, 
you know, to a vet to kind of learn some some tricks yep. from. So yeah, and they got those eighteen defensive backs that just play lots <laughs> well, out back there. <laughs> they're they're linebackers that are really just defensive backs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all of them. I think the Chargers are going to have to change some stuff up because the Patriots picked them apart. Yeah, but they were pretty injured. They, yeah. they were, but like, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't. <laughs> but it they they got to have a new they, they got to have a new strategy. But that's besides the point. Let's go to yeah. defensive ends. Uh, I'll start this time since I wrapped up last time. My first one is a second round pick, and you know it's going to be a theme I think throughout this is some some disrespected second round picks uh from indianapolis kamiko torre a lot of people are talking about ben banagu this time of year how he's switching to defensive end and i think banagu and torre will switch off uh until jabal sheer gets kind of uh pushed out of town um torre had four sacks last year and some limited action uh when he was drafted they said he was very raw and he's learning so i, I think he takes the next step uh, and kind of shows why he was a second-round pick and why the Colts had the best second round of 2018 draft of all time with getting Leonard and Ture in that round. Mm. Um, so he's my first pick for a sleeper at defensive end. Again, a guy that's probably forgotten. Unless you had him on the taxi squad last year, he's probably on the waiver wire. Um, that's the issue with second-year guys. A lot of them are on taxi squads right now. Yeah. But as you yeah. fill up your new taxi squad with your bright new shiny toys, a lot of people will cut guys just because, oh, they didn't do much last year. So keep yeah. that in mind when waivers uh, are going through. Uh, so, Daryl, let's go to you. Who do you got first? All right. Mine, he's, he's not really a sleeper, but I think people are sleeping on him because he's just not performed as well the last couple of years. I'm going with Leonard Williams for the Jets. I think having Quinn and Williams up there with him now, they got C.J. Mosley behind him, Avery Williams, and I would expect him to up his game this year. You're right. I probably wouldn't consider him a sleeper. But, yeah, he, he is probably down in ADP as opposed to where he probably should be. He's had a few disappointing seasons. Yeah, and um, I yeah, think they, owners have kind of – they've kind of soured on him, on him and, and they're just not picking up on him right now. So I think he's going to be one to, to add right now. I think I think he'll be all right this year. He, it's they're uh they're running what a three four. Yeah, which kind of yeah yeah. That's I think that's the thing that's really just soured his career being that three four at the end. Yeah, if he went Every, somewhere else and was on the outside, I think we'd be a lot more optimistic on him, and I think he'd have a lot more yeah. opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. he's not Aaron Donald, and not many people are. No, nobody is. I guess no. Uh, so Joey, what do you got as your first sleeper? Uh, my first sleeper, Arden Key for Oakland. He was there you go. he was really the only guy on that defensive line that made any noise last year, and they just brought in Clellan Farrell in the first round, was the fourth overall. Yeah. He actually, I think he is going to be a great talent for the Oakland Raiders. I could see Farrell really stepping up his game, but that will open up for Key. So he can kind of just get his thing done now because I think all the attention is going to be on the first rounder. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Dingus gave us Max Crosby a couple weeks ago. So yeah. I, think, I think Key and Crosby kind of split time. Um, so so we'll uh, – I, I like it. I have a few shares of Arden Key holding out yep. hope. He was a uh, Devi pick of mine a few years back. I'm hoping he pans out because – 
I don't like to waste Devi picks. So. <laughs> <laughs> My second guy uh, was Breland Speaks. We talked about him. Uh, I'm not really convinced that Emmanuel Ogba and Alex Okafor are much competition. And I think Breland Speaks, uh, he was a second-round pick again. Uh, you know, high draft capital. He had two sacks last year. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was injured in the first kind of part of his career. Uh, maybe I'm getting him confused with somebody else, but um, he was also playing outside linebacker. He's now, you know, in the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be more at home that way. And, you know, I, I like the opportunity in Kansas City. Kansas City, I think, is going to try to attack rather than lay back, and uh, although they probably will try not to go offsides again. Oh, <laughs> I, that hurts. I'm furious a, a about that. Ford lever these days. Well, I I recall having some choice profanity-laden words for D Ford because uh, a good friend of mine oh, is a Patriots not, fan, mm-hmm. and Daryl was even pumping up the Patriots all postseason last year, and I just wanted them to lose so bad. I wanted the I'm Chiefs. I wanted that. Chiefs Rams. The whole nation wanted Chiefs Rams, and they right. got, they got the worst Super Bowl of all time, practically. I live in Connecticut, and I can't stand the Patriots. But you like the 49ers. Well, I know. (laughs) But explain that to me. I'm in Connecticut, and I like a San Francisco team. I don't know. You grew up with Montana? That's right. Montana and Rice. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Can't can't blame you there. Montana's a golden domer, so. Yeah. It's all good. I knew you. (laughs) Daryl, how about you? Who you got? All right, so my next one, ah, I'm in tune with you today. So while we're talking about the Patriots, I'm going to go with Derek Rivers. I know he's kind of disappointed the first couple years. He was injury. Trey Flowers is gone now. They brought in Chase Winovich. Is he going to play linebacker? Does he do the defensive end? I think if Rivers has made the necessary adjustments and improved like he should, there's a good chance he could uh, play some significant uh, reps for him. Yeah, and somebody's got to fill the Trey Flowers void. I think mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's uh, Winovich, but uh, it very. I mean, Belichick is very particular. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure that he's just necessarily going to hand the reins over to Winovich. So yeah, and, and uh, maybe Winovich plays that linebacker role too, like Rob Ninkovich, Mike Vabrell, Yeah. Some of those guys have. So I'm kind of wondering where they play him is one thing. Um, yeah, uh, Joey, how about yours here? Well, to stay in tune, I'm actually going with New England. I'm actually going with the other guy we just talked about, Chase Winovich. There we go. There yeah. you go. I love Chase Winovich. I, I have too. so I many shares of Winovich, and uh, me and the Madman are are, uh, are co-owning a team, and, and he's the offensive coordinator. I'm the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we've we've I think in both leagues we've both we've gotten Winovich both times. So nice. We're both on the same wavelength uh, with, with him. I think, you know, th- that departure of Flowers opens up holes. Right. Uh, so you, you yeah. got to. And I don't think there's been enough there to say there's somebody, an incumbent that's going to take that job. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be an open battle come camp. And just whoever wins that should produce, should be that sleeper that everybody wants. 
Yeah, and, and you can I get so. great value on him in rookie drafts. He's going like an average of pick sixty right now. Right. If you're in a league with me, he's going like fourth round. <laughs> so, you're in a rookie draft, so right. So you won't get him in the fifth. <laughs> so my rookie, uh, you know, is Austin Bryant from Detroit. Uh, and with Hand, you know, I I, I like Hand, uh, and I think he'll be part of that rotation. But Austin Bryant, I think, is that pass rusher that they are looking for. Trey Flowers is a good defensive end. I wouldn't call him your prototypical pass rusher, though. Yeah, I agree. And Austin Bryant, uh, you know, he, he was knocked because he played backing up one of the greatest defensive lines in college football history. Yeah. You know, with three first rounders uh going in the what, top 15 top 16 because uh, so. uh where did lawrence yeah. go lawrence was 16 or 17 right so yeah three first yeah. rounders you know farrell wilkins and lawrence and he still went in what the fourth he still went in the uh th- yes fourth round yep that's so still good a- considering being the fourth lineman you're still a fourth rounder yeah so, so the talent's there. He, he tested well at the combine, and that's what they said was like, this guy's good, but he's playing behind these super studs. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, I forget who was eligible to come out. If somebody came out, I think it was uh, Wilkins maybe, if he would have come out, one of them was eligible last year. If, if one of them play. had come out, he would have gotten more playing time this year and probably yeah. would have been second-round pick maybe. Uh, so I, I think – Detroit needs somebody like him to get to the quarterback, so that's my uh, sleeper for rookies. Daryl, who's yours? Uh, my rookie, and I think we may have touched on this earlier in some of our rookie talk, but is Anthony Nelson for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Too tall, Tony. I mean, they really don't have anything. They've tried Noah Spence, and he's failed. They moved him to linebacker. JPP can't stop blowing his arm off and having wrecks. <laughs> oh, and then you've got Carl Nassib, who couldn't stay in Cleveland. So I think the opportunity's there. I like him coming out of Iowa. He is he is one terrific pass rusher. And I think once he gets adjusted and gets in there, there's a big opportunity for him. But Carl Nassib will tell you how to save your money. Oh. <laughs> I am a Hard Knocks junkie. I'll tell you that. I love Hard Knocks. So I do love that I'm show. I'm looking for I'm keeping HBO just because of Hard Knocks, basically. <laughs> Once Hard Knocks is over, I think I'm gonna just be like, "Yeah, I can cut loose with HBO." Who is it this year? Did, did Oakland get it? It's Oakland. Yeah, it's yes. gotta be Oakland. It's going to be yeah, magical. No chance it could be anybody else. It's going to be magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of these races that we're ta- we talked about Arden Key and and him and uh, Farrell and, and uh, Max Crosby that we're gonna see that in depth. Yep. Uh, we're going to see if Josh Jacobs signs before training camp or if, you know, if yeah. that's going to be a story. See if uh, Antonio Brown and uh, and Vontaze Burford can get along. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They really don't like each other. Nope. Well, they I guess really they're on the same team the now. Old days, didn't they, with all these pickups. You know, yeah, I Burfitt completely and... forgot that Burfecht and Brown wanted to kill each other. Yeah, Burfecht knocked, knocked Brown out of the playoff game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Late hit or illegal hit. Well, you know what they say. You know, sometimes when you're on the same team, you know, 
you put that stuff away you go fight mm-hmm. the fight the fight the opponent but uh yeah that might be hard to just kind of look the other way with that that was a bad one yeah yeah that was bad um maybe perfect to get cut by training camp who knows <laughs> but oakland is trying to again have the oldest young team in the world right so but uh well, the guys that only grew in life Yes. So you named a rookie with your last pick. I have one but of these I, with two rookies. Uh, who is your other rookie? rookie. My other rookie, other rookie is uh, Joe Jackson from Dallas. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a, a good pass rusher coming out of uh, Miami. He's got great size, 6'4", 275, uh, with a Randy Gregory suspension looming. Taco Shelton has underwhelmed quite a bit. So if Joe Jackson can get, even if he splits time with one of the ends, He's still playing across from Demarcus Lawrence, so yeah. there's going to be opportunity. And I, I, I took Joe Jackson in some drafts early in the in the draft season. I've kind of cooled on drafting him. I've been picking him up off of waivers sometimes mm-hmm. after the draft. You can get him that cheap. He's free. He's probably on your waiver wire. Um, and it goes down to what we were kind of saying last year in Oakland: is who else is going to do it? Randy Gregory? Right. right. <laughs> you know, are you kidding me? That's not happening. Randy Gregory is too high. <laughs> I see what you did there. Well played. Well played. That was uh, awesome. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, who else is there? That's what some of IDP is. It's just who is going to do it. Opportunity right. is one of the things we look at as idp players is mm-hmm. who has the opportunity because being on the you can't make plays when you're sitting on the bench or sitting in a in street clothes because you can't you know pass a test right so that's defensive end i think we wrapped that up here so those are edge rushers now we're moving on to linebackers and we'll let daryl start us off this time we'll, we'll go you know, yeah and will be an equal opportunity. You kind of mentioned him already, but I and stay with me here. I'm taking Vontez Burfitt. I think so many people have soured on him, and me his, included. With the suspensions, the dirty play, I think so many people have soured on him. And he's just 28. He's just 28. He's often he, though. He is, but I think he's. I think he goes to Oakland. He's reinvigorated. He gets healthy. If Gruden and Mayock weren't satisfied with him he wouldn't be there so that tells me a lot right there training camp's gonna be interesting because i think oakland wants to be in a youth movement but they keep signing these old guys right well you've got probably who is it marshall here whitehead and burfing yes then you're gonna have your guy tevin coney behind him see if, if oakland was and i'm not saying they're not intelligent there if i'm oakland and i'm in the i'm in the let's i mean they they kind of went off script by by trading for Antonio Brown. But if you're going for the youth movement, Jason Cabinda, Markel Lee, and Tavon Coney. They've tried Markel Lee. Let them just play. If they suck, then they suck. Like, they're they're not... The Oakland Raiders are not making the playoffs this year. No, I never said that. So let the young guys play. Stop wasting money on these vets that are pretty much done. They're just taking away the reps for the young guys. Yeah, like... I think Jason Cabinda could be their middle linebacker. Like, going forward. Yeah, he could be. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but for the Raiders? 
Sure. <laughs> I think I think Whitehead's their best linebacker to your Whitehead. Um, he, he's a tackle Whitehead. machine, but I think yeah. he loses some snaps, and I think he loses some of the tackle numbers that he's been getting. So, and I think they brought Ian Burfick to do kind of what he does to hit people like Antonio yeah. Brown across the middle. So I think the team's just going to give up on Nicholas Morrow because him and Lee were playing quite a bit earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Morrow. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah. doing, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, don't know. don't know is the best way to play. It's the Raiders, so we'll, we'll right. find out they're in hard knocks, and I will be a vivid watcher of that. We got about a month before that drops, but uh, uh, so Joey, who's your uh, first linebacker that you're looking at? Uh, I like Dorian O'Daniel with Kansas City. A man after my own heart. That's that. See, you can if you can read my writing. Look at who's there, number one, Dorian O'Daniel. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because I just read a tweet about a couple, like an hour ago from uh, Tom Kislingberry yeah, from that. the Read React, basically saying that he should be the guy. And I don't know why Kansas City. I mean, I don't know why they traded for Deron Lee. I guess because he's cheap. Right. But, I actually, I actually wrote an article about it as soon as they traded for Deron Lee. It was, I said, oh like a knee-jerk reaction, yeah. and it was about how it's going to be Lee and O'Daniel are going to battle it out, and I could see O'Daniel winning that job. I yeah. would love to see Dod. I mean, he is a Clemson product, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, Clemson product, third round pick. Uh, I think that's a mess. I mean, they've got Hitchens, who nobody really likes. They got Reggie Ragland, who has failed. They traded for Darren Lee, and they've got Dorian O'Daniel. Whichever three of those four. Honestly, I think they should just run with two linebackers most of the time. <laughs> Had Deron Lee and right. Dorian O'Daniel play, and yeah. you know, but they paid Hitchens a boatload of money, so he's probably not leaving the field. Well, Hitchens Ragland, and Ragland, both of them are. Those are like the two worst covered linebackers yeah. in the league. Right. And, and O'Daniel can do it all. He's right. a do it all linebacker. So I don't understand. Um, but hopefully the Chiefs come to their senses. Yeah. Um, you know, Steve Spagnolo is coaching. And one of the things about Steve Spagnolo, um, with his time in Philly, he didn't really like linebackers either. So I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. maybe that was just a Philly thing. Yeah, they don't need him. Yeah, I don't think he really had any good ones in New York when he was there either. I don't know. I don't can't but remember that. Either. I can't off the top of my head. I don't head think go they did. My guy was Dorito Daniel. My my first guy was Dorito Daniel also. So I'm 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 on the same page as you. Nice. So with that, so Daryl, who's your uh, second guy? All right, my second guy. He's a second year player. Um, everybody knows I was high on him last year. That's Josie Jewell. Um, I think now that Brandon Marshall's gone, I think he steps up. And I think everybody had such high expectations for him last year. They've kind of soured on him this year. And I think this is the year he takes that big step forward and shows what everybody was kind of wanting out of him last year. Yeah. The outlaw, Josie Jules. Yeah, I like him. He's going to be next to Todd Davis. Brandon Marshall's obviously not there anymore, so the job's his. And they didn't Um, add any talent at linebacker. No. Yeah. So they, they basically are saying, you know, Jewel and Todd Davis, you're it. And you know, Todd Davis might only be another Yeah, he's not year there. I don't think he's signed much past maybe next year. 
Uh, I don't know runoff, but I. So the only thing I worry about with Denver is, do you think they'll start to uh, run a little three safety now that they brought in Kareem Jackson? Because they they're going to be starting Will Parks and uh, Justin Simmons. You bring in Kareem Jackson to run the same system they ran in Houston. Yeah, I, mean, I think Kareem that's Jackson. That's a role that he's really bad, he's really good at. I think Jackson plays that nickel nickel backer nickel back. Yeah. Uh, cor- you know, nickel corner kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but a lot of teams a, run, yeah. you know, 50% of the time at least. You know, oh, yeah. It could be like the Chargers and run it like 100% of the time. <laughs> uh, but, or the Cardinals, for that matter, run it pretty much three safeties. I mean, yeah. pre, pre, I don't know what they're going to do this season necessarily, but if um, – That's a growing yeah. trend, those safeties like that. That's... Which, in that case, I think one of the defensive – I almost want to say one of the ends come off the field. Because I think, or Todd Davis comes off the field. I would think it would be Davis. I, I would think, but I don't know. I'm not the coach of Denver, so we'll, we'll see. Um, how about your second one there, Joey? Uh, see, I actually have two rookies left, but I'm going to go with uh, Jelani Tavai with Detroit. Ah, nice. We were just talk, we were talking off air about how much of a train wreck the Detroit defense is. And, yeah, <laughs> he, he he should take one of the jobs. I agree one hundred percent. I am disgusted with Gerard Davis. Yes, Jared Davis. He's going to be on the now. field though. It's going to be either Kennard or Christian Jones that loses their job. Oh right, buy, but what, I, so. what could actually happen? I could actually see happening is to buy come in play middle or weak side. I could see Davis moving to strong side. I think yeah. that's his better position. Towards the end of the season, I believe they blitzed him a lot off the yeah. end, off the edge. So yeah, I could see that. Ha- I, Tavai is a guy that uh, we, we kind of got uh, a heads up to from uh, Mark from Roto World. Oh, I can't remember his last name off the yeah. top of my head. And we Link watched question. him and included him in our guide because of that conversation. And, uh, yeah, he flies all over the field. And I think he's, he's the guy that I think – Detroit needs to invest yeah, in. I think he's their most talented linebacker. Invest in playing time. And I don't mean money. I mean playing time. Like give yeah, the guy the keys. Let him <laughs> let him go. We're, we're we're really banking on a lot of rookies in Detroit, so Yeah. But these are hand picked guys by Patricia. And yep. Patricia's gotta know after last year, if he doesn't show some progress this year, he might be on the way out. Yeah. Uh, the way these NFL coaching carousels go, man, if you, you have two really bad first seed, like, you could be gone. So, Dance Joseph. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the dude and uh, Steve Wilkes, one year and yep. done. Like, yeah. they were just like, yeah. get out. And it's a shame, but, uh, you know, give a guy a year or two to build something. You right. Know? You're just Unfortunately, it's not the way. The guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the teams of, like, the 70s and 80s, those coaches were around for, like, 10 years at, like, <laughs> two and – 14 and they would just kept them going you know nowadays it's like you have one bad week they're calling for your head yep oh yeah uh so my second guy is lorenzo carter from the new york football oh. giants i almost picked him i almost mm-hmm. did georgia product was a third round pick they're moving more to a four three base in uh new york uh, i think carter is a good cover guy he mm-hmm. he was when I watched a tape on him, he was slightly less than Roquan. You know, you yeah. saw Roquan on the tape, yeah. but you also saw Carter making plays all over the place. And he's, you know, they have um, 
Alec Ogletree there, and I think he's going to be the guy in the inside. But I think Carter's got to be the guy that stays on the field to cover the backs out of the backfield to be that three-down linebacker along with Ogletree. Uh, so I, I hope they kind of give him a little bit more playing time this year. Right. Uh, they started two down the stretch last year, uh, and I hope he can make the most of that opportunity. Yeah, he only played like what forty something percent of the team snaps last season, and he yeah. still produced quite well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, maybe I'm biased towards SEC players because they they they're battle tested, <laughs> you know. Right. When they come in the league, most of them are what they are. Like, yep, yep. You've already seen what they're going to be. Yeah. So, you know, that's my own personal bias, maybe. Uh, Daryl, what do you got for uh, your rookie? My rookie, Baz, I hate to say it, is a Jaguar, Quincy Williams, and I think it's going to be because they don't have anybody else to fill the role. Duval. That's right. You heard you heard Daryl say Duval right there. You didn't hear me say shit. <laughs> you heard no such stuff. But anyway, I so hate you. But anyway, I think he's the winner by default because they don't have anybody else there. There's a lot of concern they can move Josh Allen there, but I think the Jaguars want him to play defense in. They've said they that's why they drafted him is to play in. So I think it's Williams' job to lose right now. Yeah. And. I still, in the back of my head, just think, what if Telvin Smith just all of a sudden says, I'm coming back. I got my, I got my family. He's, he was yeah. talking about having his family issues that he had to take care of, and by all means, take care of your personal issues. You know, Football is not as important as your, your life and your family and all that. Right. But it's been months. Like, you haven't handled your, your stuff yet. Man. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get into somebody's I personal just business. I drafted but. him to be my LB1, and then it was yeah. literally like three days later, he's like, I'm not playing. I was like, God, and the the rumor in innuendo is that um, it's because of him and Tom Coughlin bashing heads a little bit. Oh yeah, heads a little bit. That, that's the the rumor that that's kind of Ooh. circulated around the situation. Um, he's not a big fan of Tom Coughlin, so I don't know if it's maybe he's trying to power play his way out or or and what. He's just trying but, to sabotage the team to another crap record, so Coughlin's out. I don't think that's <laughs> happening. Uh, no. I don't think Coughlin's going anywhere. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's complete rumor and innuendo. I have yeah. no source on the Jaguars telling me this stuff, but uh, that, that's kind of what I've kind of heard through mumblings and rumblings here and there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, if it really is because of personal issues, I hope it gets those handled and uh, taken care right. of. But, uh Anyway, Joe, you're uh, other rookie since you was, gave us a rookie last time. It was well. actually going to be Quincy Williams. There you go. Oh, yep. Great so I agree with you. Yeah. And, and uh, one little tidbit, his brother is uh, Quentin Williams. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. I never yeah. knew that. So it's, it's so, got a, a talented family. There. Yeah. And uh, Quentin Williams is obviously not a sleeper. If you don't no, know who Quentin no, Williams no. is, then welcome to the podcast. He's it's probably your first time brother. listening. Yeah. He definitely is, yeah. Uh, I just drafted both of them actually I drafted uh, Quinnen in the second round of our uh, 36 team 3 copy league and I drafted Quincy got my cues messed up here Uh, Quincy (laughs) in the third round because I needed some linebacker help Uh, my 
rookie linebacker. We were talking to, about him on Rated IDP Live, uh, and the best name in football, in my opinion, that's actually going to be relevant, Sion Takitaki. <laughs> and, and I just think they drafted him in the third round. They drafted him over what we thought was a stud in Mac Wilson. Uh, right. they, they obviously like him. He, he was kind of a hair-on-fire type player. Jannard Avery's moving defensive end, which kind of opens up you know, one spot. Jamie Collins is gone. Kirksey's back along with Schobert. But, you know, when you're putting your best 11 on the field, maybe Taki Taki's one of those best 11 on the field. Right. And he's more of a lottery ticket. I don't think the dividends will be in the early part of the season. But if Kirksey would happen to re-injure something or Schobert went out for any amount of time, mm-hmm. he, he's going to be playing. So he, he's my guy for that. Uh, so we've reached a little over halfway as we're through the linebackers. Uh, we have a word from the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. And the Scouting Academy is something that I think maybe next summer I might look into checking out because if I take next summer off too, I'd actually have maybe some time to do this. And uh, I'd love to, to learn what scouts kind of look for in some of these guys to help our scouting. It would be after our guide comes out, but uh, definitely something I think, look, if you yeah, love scouting. As well. Yeah. Um, but getting back into the – conversation here about sleepers we got corners up next joe you want to give us our your corner and my my answer to this is who cares but uh this is a this is my super sleeper of the year uh i actually (laughs) just wrote an article about him uh tarvarius moore for san francisco oh i read that very good article by the way thank you i appreciate it uh he's he was drafted as a safety out of college Transitioned to cornerback his first year, didn't play much, played pretty well towards the end of the season due to all the injuries in the defensive backfield. But now they, the 49ers re-signed Jimmy Ward to be their free safety. He gets injured again, and so now they need just bodies to play, so they have more moving back to free safety, still listed as a cornerback, because he could still keep going back and forth between. But if he can win that free safety job, be listed as a cornerback, that could be a scoop. Yeah, I always love the cheat codes. Like, <laughs> like uh, the, the Honey Badger was the greatest cheat code, I think, at corner um, ever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, I was mad when he went to safety because I'm like, oh, my cheat code's gone. Uh, but, yeah, interested. Uh, Daryl, how about you? All right, so my first one is my cues for Minnesota. He came out last year, started off really well, showed a lot of promise, and then got injured, missed most of the rest of the season. 
Um, so I think everybody's kind of sleeping on him. I could see him being that Mike Hilton for Pittsburgh, that Desmond King for the Chargers type player, uh, really good. And then they've got some contract issues they're going to have to figure out with all their defensive backs in the next couple of years too. So I like him going forward as well. Yeah, my guy is maybe not, you know, corners are so hard to judge, but I think uh, this guy from Baltimore, Tavon Young, um, mm. you know, you hear about Marcus uh, Humphrey there, I believe is his name. Marlon. Marlon Humphrey. Marlon. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey. Um, I, I don't pay much attention to corners. So. <laughs> but Tavon Young is one I had a lot last year, and he, he got – plenty of tackles and that's what you got to kind of look for is who's getting targeted and who is making the plays he was a fourth rounder last year uh second year guy i think he's going to be rolling out there they should be a status quo i think this year they really haven't changed much besides swapping out weddle and uh earl thomas so i think mm-hmm. it'll be about the same i don't think they added anything through the draft of, of note so uh, uh they added some linebackers but uh but, yeah, I think Tavon Young uh, and Kenny Young, the Young brothers, uh, I don't know if they're actually brothers, but uh, hopefully they're on the field doing a lot because I have some shares of them. Yep. Uh, I believe, Joey, we're going to your second guy. Uh, Bryce Callahan with Denver. He's coming off a career year where he's playing nickel corner with Chicago. Uh, kind of, he, he did well rushing the pass. He had two sacks. He had two interceptions as well because he played outside sometime. So he's the kind of guy who's going to move all over the formation as well, kind of like the, with Kareem Jackson. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just feel like if he plays mostly nickel, then he can be a, a cornerback you can target. And he comes over with Vic Fangio. I think yep. that's the big thing that, that he's going to be on the field like 90 to 100% of the time. Yeah. I mean, obviously Chris Harris is probably going to lock down the one side. Yep. Um, yeah. Kareem Jackson – he played safe. I mean, you know, he played some nickel corner safety last year for Houston. Um, you know, I just wonder if he's going to maintain that left corner job or, or if Callahan's going to get swapped over there more. Right. Because his speed and, and losing a step, possibly. Um, but, Daryl, how about your second guy? Uh, oh, my elbow pop. Yeah, my second guy, and he's. The old man he's over there. <laughs> <laughs> he's what you look for when you're looking for a corner. And a lot of people's kind of soured on him. And they've hated on him. Vernon Hargraves, I think he's going to be I hated on him done again yeah. this year, and he's going to produce a lot for you, I think. He was hurt at the beginning of last year, correct? He was. Okay. But I think before that, he had really performed poorly, which yeah. led. Or no, I'm thinking but, of somebody else. Where this is the Tampa Bay rookie. Well, he no. Did really well did he pl- Who's the Tampa kinda... Bay guy at corner that played one game, was really good, and then got hurt the rest of the year? Oh, Was it him or was it uh, the other rookie that was last year? I don't know. can't remember off the top of my head. I don't let my brain keep corner. <laughs> that that sticks out to me because I was looking at averages, uh, and he was the top average corner because he only played one game and had a really good first game. Uh, and then got hurt the rest of the season. Uh, but his name escapes me. So Tampa corner guy might be. Actually, I think Hargraves played most of the season. Because I remember ragging on him the beginning of last year. And he, he ended up showing me that he could actually. But I think he did wind up missing a few games. So Yeah, I think everybody in Tampa did because they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
They all just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I used uh, I used two rookies here because I do look for rookies that have an opportunity that are going to get tested. Um, and mine's Byron Murphy. Ah, I, I love Byron Murphy. <laughs> and you know, Daryl's going to probably make me say it again. I'm not going to say it, Mr. Williams, this week. You know. Oh, he, he told me do. if I said it again that he's going to send his, his buddies but after me. It's uh, great. It may be one it, of the greatest great. things you've ever said. It is great. but Just um, just one more time. <laughs> but I'm going to pick Byron Murphy because he does not <laughs> untie people's shoelaces and hope they fall. He will hit you and hit you hard. Uh, so Byron Murphy's a physical corner. He's going to play because Patrick Peterson's out six games. And when he comes back, he's still going to play, whether it's a nickel corner or mm-hmm. outside. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's going to play. And they took him in the first pick of the second round. So he, he's going to be. And I, from the sounds of it, I took Joey's third guy. You did. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Play. He's going to play when Peterson isn't there, and then he gets to play, possibly play across when Peterson when he is yeah. there. Yeah, which is a money spot. Yep, or I, I, move inside. And then inside for him, I think he is a great nickel corner. He's physical, and he has great ball skills. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, who is your rookie then since Joey already right. gives his rookie? So we've kind of beat up on the Giants this whole show, so now we're going to give him a little love. I'm taking Julian Love from Notre Dame. I like Dame. it. Yeah, I think everybody's going to be focused on DeAndre Baker. They've got the Jackrabbit, Norris Jenkins, on the other side. So I think that he can move into that slot role, and I think he's going to see a ton of action. And he's mm-hmm. good enough. He can play. He's another one that reminds me of Desmond King that can play corner, can play safety. So he's a little bit versatile. He can kind of cover any kind of receiver. So, yeah, I really like him right now. And you can get him. He's basically going undrafted in rookie drafts. So you can yeah. pick him up off waivers for nothing. Yeah. And uh, even you said love, right? Yep. Yes, ba- Julian Love. DeAndre Baker's another guy you can get for free too. Actually, he's being drafted in some. In he a is lot being of drafted. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can get him late though, so yeah. yeah, you can. But if I'm yeah. taking one of the two, I'm taking Love. I think all both of them will be on the field a lot. Um, you know, obviously, you said before. Uh, I know I forgot about Janoris Jenkins uh, before, but uh, you know, I think those two will be on the field just as yeah. much. You know. One of them will be the nickel. But uh, the Giants are going to get torched this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're we're going to get some hate mail. One of my good buddies is a Giants fan. I'm going to have to send them this Podbean link and just say, here's your season in review for 2019. We all hate it. So uh, my guy, my rookie is – I only picked two Seahawks on this list. Uh, is Ugo Amadi? I think he's pretty much already slotted in that nickel back or nickel cornerback role, and he's another guy that could even be a safety of the future for Seattle. He he, he kind of played that role at Oregon, being a, a hybrid safety corner. Uh, he can cover, and who did the Seahawks lose? But one of their most productive tacklers last year, Justin Coleman, to Detroit in free agency. Mm-hmm. I think he slides right in there. Uh, the Seahawks, all their corners were in the top five of teams, uh, team tackles. Yeah, the, the list was Wagner with 84 solos, McDougal with 66 solos. Then you had Trey Flowers, Shaq Griffin, and Justin Coleman as your 
you know, obviously the Seahawks were thrown on a ton because you had four members of the secondary being uh, leading tacklers. So at three corners up that high, I don't know that I've seen something like that out of a playoff team. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't done the research. I'll probably, Maybe one day I'll, I'll sit down and look at the research to see if any uh, team that's made the playoffs has ever, you know, had three corners, like, leading their teams in tackles practically. Uh, it's crazy. So I think Ugo Amadi takes that Justin Coleman role, and you're looking at about 41 solos and 14 assists if he can repeat what Justin Coleman was able to do. Uh, so that's my corner. Let's let's get rid of these corners. <laughs> Moving. Right, we, we have a special surprise coming up here, so we're going to try to hurry through the safeties a little bit. Um, I'll start and kick off. Uh, my first guy is strong safety for Minnesota, Anthony Harris. He was an undrafted free agent. Uh, but Andrew Sandejo's gone, and there just isn't anybody else there. I mean, Harrison Smith is there. Uh, he plays, you know, he gets his numbers. But yeah. I think that second safety in Minnesota is something that you can scoop up and maybe just be a bye week fill it or something. But yeah, Sandejo was productive while he was there. Yeah, yeah. especially if Harrison Smith misses any time, Sandejo is really productive on those mm-hmm. days. So. Uh, D-Win, how about you? All right, so my first one is going to be Malik Hooker. He's had uh, issues staying healthy, but this was before they started adding some pieces, good pieces around him on that defense. I think he's ready to go this year, and he's proven when he's on the field he can make plays. It's just that's been the issue, him staying on the field. So if he's healthy and can stay on the field this year, I think he's one that you'll want to own. Yeah, I like it as a strong safety that's an interesting way to to go about or as a free safety i mean um i actually like the other rookies there i uh, kind of yeah for the rookies to maybe that's the rookie fever i got going on here yeah tell and uh what's his name it's not Kyrie willis Willis, yeah yes yes willis is a banger so like he he'd be a great IEP safety, I think. If yep, well, that'll get a chance with Gaither's injury history. Yeah, as a Gaither's, he he's not the not healthy at all. So, um, who's your uh, first safety there? Uh, George Aoka with Dallas. The only person he really has to beat out is Jet Heath, and um, I'm pretty sure they might be slightly sour on him after last year's playoff game. Yeah, a little complete recognition of what was going on in that play to give up the first down, which pretty much sealed their loss. I, mean, I don't know why, and we've talked about this on the show, why Dallas has not reached out to Eric Berry, to right. anybody. I mean, George Ioka, he's a decent player. He's, right. he's not a – they could go get an all-pro right now. They could go yep. get Rashad Jones yeah. if they wanted to. I mean, they'd have to pay him a lot, but <laughs> – I mean, you can go get a guy if you want somebody. Yeah, I mean, he's they had get... three separate seasons with at least 70 tackles and one yeah. of them was 68. Yeah. So you throw him back there being the strong safety. I mean, it's just opportunity. Yeah, so that's an opportunity sleeper. Definitely somebody that's not really on anybody's radar, I'm sure. Uh, my second guy is Will Parks from Denver. Oh, Come on, man. So, you know, Vic Fangio's defense. Uh, Adrian Amos did pretty good. And Parks uh, was a guy that actually uh, – I, I can't give, give myself full credit for this. J.J. was high on him last year as a um, 
the, the kind of hybrid corner safety third down whatever third down player would come on the field uh and was a decent sleeper so um and he wrote about that in a secret sleepers article that was on the website he had a he had a bunch of secret safeties or i think it was secret safeties something like that yeah i think it was plus uh, darian stewart's gone now yeah, yeah stewart's gone justin simmons is you know a decent corner yeah, I, I don't really. Free safety. Yeah, I'm not in love with any of Denver's safeties, but you know they're, they're adequate. Yeah. So, uh, Daryl, how about you? Who's your second safety? Okay, this one kind of follows along with my first one. I'm going to take Marcus May. He's been hurt yeah. the last few years. Everybody looks at Jamal Adams, and clearly they should because he's the alpha male up there. Mm-hmm. But May, when healthy and and is right, he can hold his own and be a huge playmaker for that defense. And yeah. with the additions they've had at linebacker and uh, Quinn and Williams and all that, I think it's uh, this will be either his year to put up, show that he can stay healthy and put up numbers, or they'll move on from him. The only thing that worries me about Marcus May is he's probably going to be their deep safety because look what Greg Williams did to Jabril Peppers. Just sent him May, deep. That's true. Yeah. That's the only thing that worries me. Like, May is incredibly talented, but that's the only yeah. thing that worries me with Greg Williams. Yeah, uh, and Joey, you're a third guy. Yeah, it's Will Parks. Second. That's why I was. Will Parks, okay, there you go. <laughs> See, we're, we're, we're on the same wavelength here. We got DOD and, and, and Parks both uh, yep. both hooked up. Yep, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, and third guy, I wrote down two names. Uh, if Evan's injury... If Evan's injur- or injury is serious, his, you know... Now, now D has got me afraid of any foot injury. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, Evans had surgery on his foot, and this was brought to my attention by a uh, reader of our website. Uh, I can't remember the the Twitter handle, but Shane sent me a message, you know, about this, and, and I was like, "Yeah, Mike Edwards could win that job if if mm-hmm. Evans has some setbacks." Um, so, Mike Edwards is a name to keep an eye on. He's not really my safety sleeper. My safety sleeper is Will Harris, but I did want to mention Mike Edwards' name and shout out to that uh, reader, subscriber, or member of our website, I believe, because I don't know how he read the article otherwise. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll look up your name while, uh, while we're talking. Well, I have Will Harris as mine um, from Detroit. And again, Detroit needs somebody. Mm-hmm. So why not? They could be they could be a candidate for one of those three safety teams with Diggs moving more towards a linebacker oh, yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, they could because they don't have any linebackers that are worth it. And that listener, right. well, <laughs> I'm not sure I can read this name on air. Oh uh, yeah, um, you, can you can do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll say. Uh, Would you rather me do it? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Hang on. Let me find it again because I know what it is. I just I want to make sure I get it right. He's excited. Uh, he is all excited. Shoot it to me. I can't find it real quick, but I'll read it. I don't care. Uh, it's uh, women's uh, upper bodies oh, our, are our fun. fun. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Yeah, so this is a Twitter user. Titties are fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We appreciate the good names, by the way. That's almost as good as our uh, Reddit user. Yeah. Balsack. Balsack, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my Lord. And he spells it B-A-W. Yes. S-A-K. 
It's awesome. Yes. So <laughs> shout out to uh, what 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 D Win said. Yeah, it's, it's, I can I can actually read his. Uh, it, it's at zero t y s t zero, but the, the <laughs> name is is Daryl said. So, yes, so thank you for that uh, note. I, I really have not dug into the Buccaneers much, so uh, that's a, a good note. Um, and you were saying Marquise Blair, I believe, right? Yes, I. I, I... For as much as we've talked about him, I don't know how people are still sleeping on him because he's going almost at an average of pick 75. I'm they taking him all they're, day long. Mm-hmm. They're living life wrong. You know why? They're not listening to us. Apparently they're not. They're not downloading the show, mm-hmm. which means they're not hearing this right now either. Uh, yeah. but I guess that's why we got to get the word out here. I mean, I've got um, three drafts right here, 108, 76, and 92. And it's – Man. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking him – in the 30s if i can get him if all the others if savage and and abram and thornhill's gone I, yep. he's my next one off the board yeah i've got him listed at four too yeah yep and, and i don't know that i wouldn't take him ahead of thornhill to be honest with you yep and joey who you got well it was originally going to be blair but i knew he was going to take blair and then i was <laughs> going to go with harris and then you took harris so i'm just in full agreement with the two of you I, had yeah. all, I actually wrote an article in my top five rookie safeties, and it was Savage, Abram, Thornhill, and then it was Blair and Harris. Ah, there I you went go. last, so I got taken out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have a special surprise here, and it might take a second for this to happen, but we, we wanted to discuss, and we are kind of wrapped up with the, the, the super deep safety or super sleepers uh and like i said maybe i'll write an article about these guys and dig deeper a little bit in his stats and stuff um but yeah we have a uh, special guest here uh that has come on to discuss a trade with us uh so i'll give him a minute to kind of get ready while he's getting in here uh we are gonna tell you about a great deal we got at dynastyfootballfactory.com we have our memberships that you can join uh you can get in a slack channel with me and hollywood here and some other members of the idp team there is a trades hq channel so if you love that show shane will kind of give you i'm not sure how shane feels about giving his patreon stuff away but uh shane will uh discuss some trades with you he's i've discussed a few trades with him on there just kind of keeping the conversation going uh, right now we got a deal. It's twenty nine ninety nine, and you get both of our guides, the offense and defense guide, and a year subscription to That's the all. channel. And it looks like he's here now. Our special guest to talk about a trade uh, at Nate Cheat from the IDP guys has joined us. Oh man, Nate, how you doing? Anybody hey, else? what's going on, guys? What's up, boss man? <laughs> hey, Joey. What's up, dude? So this is our first uh, <laughs> special guest drop in that we've had. So glad to have you back Nate. yeah and uh definitely. you you tweeted about a trade today that we uh we're gonna discuss and uh then you said you know hey you want to <laughs> jump on and talk about it we can you know <laughs> land based you about the trade live on air yeah absolutely well i knew you guys were gonna rip me apart so i figured i'd come out of my uh my come on and defend here. yourself yeah yeah um you want but- to yeah, hold on one second here. Let me. Sure. I got a little malfunctions. So while you're doing that, uh, one yeah, of the things uh, that you can look forward to is problems, right? 
Shit. We're going to kind of revive ADP for IDP. So it's going to take maybe a little while because we got to draft a bunch of guys to get ADP data. Uh, and uh, we're, we're going to kind of collaborate in the community to try to get some good ADP for for the listeners out there of, of both of our shows and everybody just so, you know, good data is hard to find on IDP, ADP. I was looking on MFL for ADP, and it's like you click on linebackers, and it's like the alphabetical <laughs> order. And I'm like, this is no help. No. At all, whatsoever. And Sleeper, I love the Sleeper app for drafting and stuff, but when you look at their ADP and you see Ryan Shazier in the top 20, it's yeah, like, yeah, they got, they got to fix that. We, we talked last year about how Yahoo's draft, like, you know, if you get auto-picked in, in Yahoo, you get like... Um, oh, man, it's terrible. You get like Terry <laughs> Beckner Jr. in the first round, like, you know, and, and while he's he may be a very productive rookie and eventually... You don't want Terry Beckner Jr. in the first round of your IDP draft. Yeah. So, so we, we get the technical difficulties handled there? Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. We, we kind of hot-shotted you in here. We didn't even hit pause or anything. We just kind of said, let's go. Stayed live. Yes. Well, there we go. Let's do it live. Going live. <laughs> do it live! I don't have that drop on my soundboard here. Don't! <laughs> That's too anyway. bad. But, uh, yeah, so let me... Um, before you tear me a new one, uh, <laughs> let me just go through the ins and outs of this trade. Um, so a little context here. It's a 14-man IDP um, PPR League dynasty. Uh, and so this is the culmination of two trades that I made. I gave away Robert Woods, Kenny Clark, and a 2021st. This is also an auction league. And I received Cortland Sutton, Golden Tate, Snacks Harrison, Denzel Ward, and a 2022nd. Hmm. I did look at this earlier. And I, I remember it. So, I don't think it's... I don't I think I'd rip you apart on it. No, I think I take this trade actually. Wait, let me try to yeah. bring it up here. I had it up. What's your so. depth behind Woods? Um, so Woods was my, uh, I believe he was wide receiver, number two. Shoot, you know what this? You know, I was getting ready for all this, and I pulled up the wrong league. Is this the <laughs> league that I'm in with you? Yeah, actually, Joey, this is the one we're in uh, with the re- most of the other staff. So let me pull up my roster here real quick. So I did this with actually my co-host, Johnny, and then um, another member of the league, uh, Steve. And so my wide receivers, in fact, um, I got Devonte Adams. And then, so Devontae Adams, Cole Beasley, Dorsett, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I got... Uh, Obviously see. in alphabetical order. Yeah, John Ross, <laughs> Cody Latimer. You know, so I got some some E guys. Yeah. But um, I basically 
gave up Woods, my wide receiver, too, for Sutton, who became kind of like a rotational um, wide receiver three. Yeah. yeah. You hope he can be a wide receiver, too. Yeah, wide receiver two. Uh, well, Golden Tate kind of becomes the the rotational three. Yeah, yeah. there with uh, Larry Fitz and uh, maybe Beasley. Not quite sure. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure I, what's I, going on with Buffalo. Um, I think Harrison's an upgrade over Clark. I think he's a big upgrade. Over Is Clark. Kenny Kenny Clark's a defensive tackler into this league? Yep, and then you've traded, looks like, the first, and you're getting back a second and Denzel Ward. I really like Denzel Ward. Um, yeah, for me, and you're helping. And you do you start corners bit. in this league. There is a, a corner designation. So. Yes, there is. Okay. So okay. That's, yeah, that's even better. And so while you might be giving up just a little bit as far as the single receiver, you're getting two, what I would say, decent receivers back, which will help your death. So, yeah, for me, I'm taking this trade. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. But what really kind of made this a cool trade was I came home from work and Johnny hits me up with this offer. Uh, <laughs> Robert Woods for I give up Robert Woods, obviously, for Golden Tate, Snacks Harrison. And then he threw in that uh, the year, the round two pick. So I saw that and I was like, OK, I got Frank Clark. I got two other good defensive tackles. What do I do now when I have three? Like, I don't need uh, Kenny Clark, excuse me. Um, I don't need three DTs in this league. So I went shopping and I found Steve, who had, man, he had a really low defensive tackle. I can't remember off, off the top of it. So I, I targeted him. I'm like, okay, so you need a DT. Let me see what I can get from you. I saw you had Cortland Sutton. Actually, I think I was trying to go for someone else. Um, I can't remember. It was uh, like a Calvin Ridley or someone a little higher up. I settled for Court and Sud, and you know was able to pull that off. But then in the meantime, I talked Johnny into giving me also Denzel Ward. So I kind <laughs> of like sweetened that pot and uh, just made this pretty. I, I like it was really good for my team. It might not, you know. Um, the Twitter people out there might not find the same value, but I, I appreciate you guys like uh, like what I did there. The only yeah, part I don't I'm like fine. is you having to give up that twenty twenty first, but I guess you had to give that up to get Sutton. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of Sutton. Sutton was a first round pick, probably. Depends I mean, if this was a start up or not, but I, I kind of look at it like you're moving back from the first to the second. Mm hmm but you're picking up Ward too, so. Yeah, when you look at it in its entirety, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's better as a whole than it is when you try to break it down, but. Yeah, I like it better as a whole than than separate. But, you know, sometimes, and, you know, like on the Trades HQ, Shane has like these five trade menagerie of stuff, and he he gives the, the, the end goal and it, it balances out because you know mm. you might win one of these over here but use a piece here to get something else here mm-hmm. so when you're trying to make those chain trades you have to look at the end result did i win overall so yeah yeah so i think you helped your wide receiver depth yes uh woods i think probably loses a little bit for, i mean he benefited i think from cup being out the second half of last year 
Exactly. I love he, Cooper Cup. He he was very consistent. Woods was uh, throughout the year, pretty much. But you know, Cup coming back, he might not start strong. But I think towards the end of the season, Cup will be uh, Goff's favorite target, and you know, mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson siphons off some of that receiving as well. Because well, plus they might run even more now. Yeah, Gurley and Henderson. Yeah, yeah, and, and Malcolm Brown. Can't forget him. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, it was good. Yeah, the first-round draft pick, getting rid of it, it kind of hit me hard a little bit (laughs) because I'm trying to collect collect them for the running backs and the class next year. But, you know, I'm just looking at my team, and I got a shot this year. It's You know, the league just started off, and, I mean, it's kind of a high-stakes league. We got a lot of sharks in there. Joey's in there. He's probably going to – put together a solid run but you know just kind of if it's a late first then your 2022nd may only be a couple spots behind right you. yeah no very so. true but it's a johnny the greek second so uh that's probably gonna be late <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has it's like getting a then. patriots pick yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. and so, so we've got a another one well, it's not it's, really trade. He wants some advice. Keeper, so while we've got you on here, mm-hmm. we'll let you. I already got my answer loaded because this is a no oh. doubt. This is a no brainer for me. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. I'm not sure how you say this? Use a Twitter user Swinga Mystery. I guess it is however you say it. But he wants to know who to keep in a 14 team league, and he has Deion Jones, which would cost him a sixth round pick. JJ Watt would cost him a sixth. LVE would cost him a 24 or John Johnson would cost him a 24. I think it's pretty easy, but I told him we would go over it. And for me, it's, it's like Vander Esch. Mm, yeah. I yep. immediately, you know, and I like John Johnson, but Vander Esch in the 24th round is what it was, right? Yeah. Yes. That's a steal. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You'd have to probably take him in the seventh or eighth round. If it's, if you're trying to get him this yeah. year. But if we took Vander Esch out, I'm kind of curious. If he wasn't part of this, I'd still probably go John Johnson the 24th. Yeah, just it's the value is what you got to look at there because you could just Uh, draft JJ Watt and like the the sixth again or Deion Jones the other one, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. you could just use that round of a draft pick. You're you're only losing the 24th round pick. I mean, those those leagues are interesting to me i've never really been in one of those because i've never played one either it's either been redraft or dynasty for me like yeah i actually have a keeper league myself um i turned my uh original home league into a keeper some years ago trying to slowly baby step your way to dynasty (laughs) yeah no i it definitely was a baby step because like it's funny because i i did this keeper league before we started the podcast john's in this league um I honestly, it, it's, you know, just a bunch of friends that I've known for a while and we were redraft for so long. Like keeper was like this cool new thing. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like three years ago, <laughs> three, four <laughs> years ago. Uh, That's what it's become. Uh, just kind of recognizing keeper as like a, 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 the next step. Um, and so we did that in the first year that we started keeper. When we did our first draft for that, I got Devonta Freeman, um, the final pick in the draft his rookie year wow Uh, nice 
And it's been one of those things where every year I put a flyer on someone. I got Calvin Ridley. Um, I think it was last year, right? Uh, yeah. Final pick. You know, I've been hitting on these guys right at the end. Um, and then it it's the same thing. So you lose that draft pick as you keep them. Um, mm. And so, I, you know, it's it's an interesting concept. I think I like Dynasty better because you don't have to yeah. think about all of that stuff. Like... Oh, you know, you just you draft the guy and the value's already baked in. You don't have to keep, yeah. you know, re-upping it. But um, it, it's a it's training wheels for <laughs> Dynasty for sure. Yeah, and my yeah. my home league, I guess, of my home league of record, I guess. Um, I was just talking to my brother-in-law today about it, uh, and we have to make cuts every off season because there's a free agency period. So we have to cut at least six offensive guys and eight defensive guys from our roster every year of only of only like 35 so they're mm-hmm. big cuts and it's a salary league too so you have to you know when your player hits five years you can't extend them past that so it, it kind of is a competitive balance thing where it keeps it interesting it keeps all the teams you know you can save up your fantasy dollars and splurge one off season and, and mm-hmm. become a contender immediately um, so it keeps it kind of competitive uh, but like I was telling him today, I'm like, I wish we could just keep our rosters. Cause I hate making these cuts every year. Cause I'm like, I'm building this stud team and I guess maybe other people would want a shot at stuff. But you know, like I- I've had to like drop guys, drop my franchise player to like make like this year I dropped Lamar Jackson, even though we're, we're moving to a super flex next year. I dropped Lamar Jackson just so I could make. Hopkins, my franchise player, because I was going to lose DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm like, Hopkins is more valuable to this team than Lamar Jackson's going to be next year. Mm. And I said, maybe I could grab Lamar Jackson in free agency, but um, I have Deshaun Watson too on my team, so you know, oh. I'm, I'm doing all right. So, yeah. I was okay. the champ uh-huh. last year too, uh-huh. so you know, that's they're all nice. coming at me this year, probably. One of the fun things about that league, though, is whoever was the champ the previous year, their roster gets obliterated in free agency by the people with the most money. Yeah. And, you know, the more losses you have, the more money you get at the end of the season to spend. So, yeah. Just keeping everybody competitive. Yeah. And it's a good competitive league, and it keeps the cycle. You know, you, I have been fortunate. I think I only missed the playoffs once in this league, and, and I've had good teams. Obviously, I probably put a thousand times more research into, you know, I'm doing this all year long, obviously. Uh, you know, obviously nobody else in the league is doing a podcast or uh, writing articles. So, you know, it's those leagues where everyone is that I think is the mm-hmm. most interesting. You know, yeah. when we do our writer leagues, when we do wars, pod wars would be cool. Yeah, 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 I I actually um, I'm kind of keeping track of pod wars. I wish I would have jumped in on that. Um, it just the timing wasn't right for me to like say something, and then right, you got uh, some representative just, Nate. Yeah, yeah, we got. I got my, uh, my, my <laughs> uh, yeah, representatives there. there, Joey John's in there. You probably heard. You probably heard Doug rip us apart about taking Desmond King on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listened to that today. I, I'm. I'm I'm behind on podcasts because I haven't actually had to work in a while. So, besides, oh yeah, summer stuff, off, so, right? Yeah, summer off. It's been nice. So I haven't really had. I've been behind on my podcasts. Um, so I caught that, and I'm like, man, Doug ripped us to shreds for taking <laughs> Desmond King. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. take it easy, Doug. 
but yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, no, I, I enjoy those leagues. Last year we did a writer's league um, and it actually came down. This was the greatest thing, I think. Um, the final game was myself versus John. The two <laughs> okay. hosts. Oh, yeah. The two hosts. Yeah. And uh, Joey here helped me uh, with, uh, what was his name? Philip. Uh... Adrian Phillips. Adrian Phillips. That's it. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. I, I picked up Adrian Phillips off the waiver wire, plugged him in, and beat John in that uh, wow. that championship of the IDP guys writers. There you go. Wasn't it um, awesome? Wasn't there something like one of the safeties was out that game or something like that? Or was it a really good matchup or something? He it was, was a really good playing, matchup. He was pretty much playing linebacker. He was yeah. a safety yeah, yeah, playing yeah. linebacker. I, yeah. I think I did the same thing in one of my leagues. I, I don't think it too. helped me win that week, but I did the same thing. I had him because I was like, you know, San Diego or yeah, Los Angeles's uh, linebacker situation hopefully improves this year because it's pretty god awful. <laughs> yeah, we could have a podcast just devoted to Los Angeles's defense, I think. <laughs> but, but uh, and uh, Nate, I want to apologize because if you do listen to this later, I kind of shredded Detroit's defense again. <laughs> I apologize. Well, Nate, oh, that's not, no, he did. Not as him. not as bad as we shredded the New York Football Giants. This is true. Mm. Yeah, the Giants we, we, are worse. But I did, it, I did pick some of the Detroit guys as some of my sleepers. So, oh, but nice. we had a lot of Detroit guys in the sleepers, probably because they needed to fill some holes this offseason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we more or less yeah, just well, it's, now, so. We we had three lines. We had uh, we had Austin Bryant. We had, we had more. Uh, Havani yeah. Talai. And Will Harris. And uh, Deshaun Hand. And Deshaun Hand, yes. So oh, we had go. four Lions yeah. as sleepers. So. Mm, there you go. Yep. Well, it's it's okay. I, um, in my own way, tore them a new one uh, <laughs> on, uh, when we recorded our episode. If you listen to the entry or intro, we talk about who will um, make, the t- make the playoffs that didn't make last year and who won't make the playoffs that did last year. And you know, with my rose-colored glasses, I said the Lions will squeak in with a with a wild card. And uh, Johnny was like, "Oh, you, you know, you've always got, you always make these, uh, you know, wild claims for the Lions. Like last year was nineteen and zero, and I was like, yeah, last year I said nineteen and zero. This year I'm saying squeaking in with a wild card. You know, pretty much that means the Lions suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta have some optimism for your team." I mean, you gotta have some hope that they're gonna do something, or else the seasons—you're just dreading the season happening. Then, so. oh yeah, I so. imagine being like a Cardinals fan, oh. or a Miami <laughs> fan, or a fan of the Titans. Oh, <laughs> on that note, uh, Daryl's gonna just close down the feed and good night, J- Nate. There, and you got Forty Niners and Seahawks fans over here, and we're not even at each other. Yeah, yeah. no, we, we've been very oh, uh, civil. Oh, we're gonna man. have to we're gonna have to reevaluate who we let on the show. <laughs> You're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a what cell phone where you get awesome. Hit the button. Yeah, uh, I do have to <laughs> say before I do get unfairly kicked out of here. Uh, congrats on the name change. Uh, IDP you, Nation yes. is great. Yes. Um, it's uh, it, 
interesting change from Edge Edge Crushers. So, uh, congratulations. Yeah, we, we yeah, were going to change the name. name. We were going to change the name when we eventually took over, but we it was kind of strategic to keep the following that JJ had, mm-hmm. yeah. so to speak, to, to kind of say, hey, this is not just, you know, a completely different show. Uh, it is mainly to kind of stay consistent. And, you know, we, we probably planned on changing it a lot sooner, but I just don't think we had a name in particular that anybody was in love with, so... Yeah, names are difficult. So, it, yeah. it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of rolls off the tongue took, a little easier. Uh, when we were messing around with, uh, when we went, uh, was offense, uh, Dynasty Football Digest, I think uh, Joey helped with that one. I think that was like a, a month of just kicking around names. Mm-hmm. You know, just seeing what, what worked, what played. You want to deal with a lot of different variations of like, what are people searching for? What is what makes you stand out stuff like that right. so it's, yeah uh, we got uh I, I think i forgot last week to shout out to at aardvark tv uh hooked us up with our cool new logo and banner for the site so uh nice. so he hooked us up michael Fanero over there at the no. uh, rookie fever podcast i uh, have to follow him yes I, uh, yes have been following as many graphic designers as i can just because that's also my field mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh He's also co-owner at the co-owner of the site. So Very cool guy. I got yeah. the pleasure to hang out with him at the draft in Nashville, yes. him and Walton Urso. Yes. Nice. And he will probably not like us very much after this conversation about the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Giants fan, so I think he's <laughs> very self-aware. Yeah, he's, he's, that they... Believe me, being at the draft live and them announcing Jones was the pick was priceless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gave him that quick look, like, oh, like, did you see that? Well, I don't think we were quick enough because I think he turned quicker than we did. It, it wasn't that. Like, no. Especially when Waltner's a big Cowboys fan, it was uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, I don't know. that's an interesting choice to sit with one of your rivals uh, during the draft. Yeah. But... Oh, you got Cowboys, Giants, and a Titans fan right in the middle. Yeah. It was great. There you go. Well, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm home. I don't care. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I think we're getting ready to wrap it up. Daryl uh, will have a Debbie Diamond for you next week, apparently. Yep. Yep. I'll have it for <laughs> he, you. Next he was week. busy having the weekend of Hollywood uh, this 4th yes. of July weekend. He still has all 10 digits. That's so. good. Oh, he didn't go JPP. He is missing a toe. He is missing a toe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two. Uh, <laughs> I can't see two of them, so I'm gonna go with two. <laughs> you know, there's a guy in our league that's gonna think we're talking about him. <laughs> Daryl knows who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. But, but <laughs> shout out to Bob. Sorry about so, that. Bob's a Bob's a pretty <laughs> new listener, so shout out to Bob. He he's livened up the uh, seek and destroy league, I believe. He has so. He's always up for a trade. Yeah, he is one trading machine. I'm telling you, he is man. He's like uh, he needs to get to go like uh, rehab for for trades. I think. <laughs> now, nah, but it's been good. It's been a very actively. He he's he's forcing us to be active, which is mm. good. So single handedly, yeah, he is. And I so. think I just joined this league too, so I'm kind of. Yeah, we we the three of us just joined. Yeah, we we had some uh some some people drop out and. 
Um, it it's it's been uh, I I I've inherited the team that won last year, so mm, I had a pretty good team. That's nice inheritance. It's nice inheritance, yeah. And yeah. this is the league that me and me and Daryl are going to co-own, and I was like, I might kill him if we co-own a team. But <laughs> then yeah, in Pod Wars, yeah, we co-own a team, and we we actually got along pretty good. So, yep. Nice. Yeah, I thought we so, did really well. It's like we got yeah. a championship there. Yeah. What's that? You know, we tried to give you boys some uh, a chance, and we took a corner early. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was what that was about. We were trying to let everybody have a chance to win. So. You handicapping yourself? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, we were spotting you. Give us a little advantage. See how you do. It's just like when you play like your nine-year-old son in basketball. You spot him a couple points, then you you dunk on his head a couple times. Block the crap out of him. Yeah. There you, go. <laughs> you know, my old man never let me win at anything. So <laughs> I, I am the same exact way with my son. And and we were playing. Uh, well, we played a, a MLB game, and he actually legitimately beat me six to one. So I'm like, yeah, you know, good game, whatever. I was a little mad, but. <laughs> then we played Madden like two days later, and I'm stomping him in Madden, <laughs> and he's getting all Talking pouty. All he's getting all pouty and upset, and I'm like, "Hey, take your beating like a man." And you know, <laughs> I'm like, "You just beat me six to one in baseball. Like you didn't see me crying and complaining that I want to quit. I'm like, you're finishing this game." Uh, he finished it out. He took his lumps. And, you know, then he was down there the next day playing Madden. So I'm like, good. Is making you better go get better so yeah Life i just lessons. uh lose terribly at it whenever i try and play anyone so i don't know I, yeah I, i'm not a, i I'm get not it a every year but I, i'm never good i just like playing the computer and like a lot of times i like just doing the gm stuff yeah i just mm. want to run the team i don't really want to play no. the games like in baseball too i'll like try to just create the team and simulate like whole season yeah yeah well what's sad for me is i always play as the lions and i can never go to the super bowl Uh, not even in a video game not even in a video game i like to take the worst team in the league so like this year i guess i would take the cardinals and Mm -hmm. just try to like build a championship team so but anyways we're not quite the two hours of last week. Daryl's crying over there. But yeah. We're, we're pretty late here. Uh, we didn't hear anybody hate the two-hour show, so, you know. Try to tell you. I tell you this every week. They love us. Mm-hmm. I do. We, yeah, we, we put out a two-hour show a couple weeks well, back. I don't know if they love you, but they do love me. <laughs> And Did you get I, any people saying, oh, my God, it was so long? Or No, no. We no. had a, it was a double header. We had Oklahoma Doug on, and we apart. had um, Fantasy Taz. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that was the one I listened to today. Yeah, Fantasy Taz was great. Um, and mm-hmm. That was one of our best interviews, probably, that, yeah. I think, in our three years. And wow. then Doug ripped us a new one on Pod Wars. So. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, so, yeah, I listened to that today, yeah. And... Uh, I think I see. I listen kind of out of order because if I miss one, I listen to the newest one and then kind of go backwards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think you have to listen to them all in order. There's no like yeah, the obviously season, the yeah, news is different. Yeah, yeah. The news. I don't know. I I check the, Roto World like once an hour, or so like yeah. If I, if I miss something in the news, then I must have been on vacation or something. 
Yeah, for sure. We've been doing this new segment, though, where we've been clipping um, a segment from like a year to beginning of the show. um, And I'll play it and have uh, the other guys try and figure out like who the players they're talking about is and about when, you know, the time was. And it's been a really successful show. Joey, you were on the first time we brought that up. And I had no idea. I tried to think about it, and I, I had nothing. Yeah, yeah the last that... episode was Blake Bortles you guys were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had uh, Blake Bortles was uh, The Way, The Truth, and The Life <laughs> by Sean oh my God. <laughs> from like two years ago. Oh, poor Sean. Yeah. Bortling his way to mediocrity. Yeah, yes. and uh, he, he couldn't figure it out. But... <laughs> No, that's been a fun, fun segment. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting our YouTube like really kicked off. Um, I went and uh, Joey was part of this segment, too, of the cookout. And we I went through after the show was done. I I chopped it up. I made little videos of uh, each food and then the players that went with them and, uh, you know, uploaded to our YouTube that we're trying to, you know, put together. And ever since then, Everyone has something for me to do, and I can't get to yeah. keeping it going. So soon we'll be putting up all our shows, truncated, you know, chunked up the different segments with some uh, some cool vis- visuals and graphics. Um, it's coming. Awesome. Maybe once I leave my job. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing called work gets in the way. Daryl is always <laughs> like, let's let's get a Patreon and record like five shows a week, and I'm like summertime sure we're actually going to do uh which actually reminds me this week we're going to start our divisional previews and instead of like we we enjoy bringing on guests we like talking you know we talk to ourselves a lot (laughs) Uh, so we like to bring on guests to you know expose people to different sites and different info and to to... (laughs) i know daryl would like to talk by himself for two hours a night but uh but we're gonna do the division previews just short no news no trades no devy diamonds just mm-hmm. here's the division here's who you need to know some sleepers it's basically just like a short version so if you're interested in the division previews you'll have some bonus shows coming up uh because you know I, I, we have guest booked pretty much to the end of the month and uh nice. you know i'm in charge of booking so i, <laughs> I just tell daryl when to show up <laughs> He throws That's why on some okay. He throws on some makeup <laughs> and and takes some notes and he's ready to roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, hey, I'm working. Yeah. I got a whole folder full of stuff here. Huh? I got my stuff together. Don't yeah, we, we got some. Uh, actually, wait before we start wrapping up here. Uh, last week we did a, a a short little impromptu segment of the Aussie speak of the day, oh, and one of the. One of the great things about Pod Wars is the Aussie guys have uh, been trying to teach us some Aussie speak, <laughs> as they say, the Aussie slang. So I did a mock draft with them, uh, I think it was last Monday or Tuesday, to get ready for SFB9, which is probably going on right now as you're listening to this, or maybe a little before. Uh, and I got a couple for us this week, and I will ask AJ and G to send us an Aussie slang word or phrase of the week. Uh, so we got two for you. So see if you can pick out the definition of this. 
And so the definite the, the the Aussie slang is dry as a dead dingo's donger. <laughs> that was the wrong time to take a drink. <laughs> So that may not, and and I'll actually cut this one off before we have to, (laughs) before I have to edit a whole lot. Uh, It actually just means you're thirsty. So the the opening of the can and drinking was very appropriate because uh, it means you're thirsty, essentially. So uh, dry as a dead dingo's donger. And and I have, uh, I made the comment of something else that somebody might have guessed if we... uh, (laughs) If we let guesses, I'll let you guess this one though. This is a uh, another Aussie term, uh, Ridgy Didge. Does anybody know what Ridgy Didge means? Could you use it in a sentence, please? Um, <laughs> the take on the New York Football Giants sub mediocrity was very Ridgy Didge. Is that like a didgeridoo? <laughs> no, that's an insurance. <laughs> Anybody was it like being mean? Uh, I feel like we were a little. little Well, no, no, and the definition will tell you we were not being mean. Uh, (laughs) Any other guesses? I have no idea. It means authentic or real, because we were just being real. (laughs) We were being one (laughs) hundred. Yeah, we so authentic or real? Yes, things. yes. Yep. The kids would say being one hundred. So, oh. uh, but yeah, so Ridgy Didge and dry as a dead dingo's donger are your Aussie <laughs> terms of the week. And like I said, I am going to have to hit up AJ and G for another one for next week because they're just <laughs> oh, they're too good. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, in that Pod Wars thread, which is a very entertaining thread, it's it's been a little quiet this week a little bit but um uh doug decided to try to teach us some redneck uh, so he's been coming up with the redneck terms so we're trading language uh dialects here so mm. well hey how about this one a little new england for you um <laughs> package store package store tell us what what that means package store uh, I don't know what it means down here, and that's probably not the same thing. So, a po- is it a post office? Nope. No. Okay. Pretty I'm probably sure thinking too office. literally. I'll package put it in a store. sentence. Okay. The Fourth of July is tomorrow. The package store will be closed. Let's go today. Uh, it's a liquor store, I guess. It yep. is. Yeah. Package store. So you're getting the package. It sounds like a drug deal. <laughs> well, if <laughs> like you, you have the back package. To, uh, Temperance movement times. Uh, liquor had to be concealed in a package, so you would go in and get your packaged liquor. And even till today, you can go and see signs that say, you know, packaged liquor store or whatever. Um, yeah, they still have them down here, actually. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. And so when I first moved out here, because I'm an, originally from the Midwest, um, people would say, oh, let's go to the packy. You know, let me grab something from the package store, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, UPS? That's, yeah, it was my <laughs> first thought. It was like a place you go to mail packages, but yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, well, and this is a little bit of PA uh, knowledge for you. See, see, in other states, you're normal, and you can go to a package store and get your beer and your liquor. Mm. That's what these are. ABC stores there? 
But in Pennsylvania, you have to go to a beer store mm-hmm. and a separate state store for mm-hmm. your liquor. Yeah. So, so yeah. Just uh, so for so you're from Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes. So my buddy's family is the rightful owners to the Yingling Brewery. Oh man. Oh, that is cool. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I have uh, tasted their product quite often. Yeah, he used to go down there and go visit family, and he'd come back with free cases and be like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, that yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when I lived in North Carolina, we had uh, these things called ABC stores. It was the Alcohol Beverage Commission, and we had to go. It was, like, right off the highway. Um, there'd be one within, like, 100 miles of you, and uh, you get your beer at the gas station and then drive 100 miles to go get your liquor to go with it. it was... Oh, wow. And then they had, like, weird hours. So they'd be open, like, 10 to 3. <laughs> wow. Like, just terrible. That is weird. It was It was horrible. I hated it. Yeah. Um, I hate, you know, blue law states. Yeah. Connecticut's getting better, but... Yeah. Well, fellas, I think it's about that time to call it a night. We've divulged too far. Yes, we have divulged. If you're still, <laughs> you're li- I just feel like man. we say this every week. If you're still listening to this, you're welcome. Just, I just you know, came out to sabotage. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> the competition. Well, for those of you enjoying the two-hour potathon here, I told him it was going too good. Nate, get on here quick. <laughs> Derailed. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna be up there at the Potathon pretty soon. Twenty five hours of uh, oh, nice of talking. They 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 let you guys on there. I thought you had to be like, oh no, 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 no. Um, I'm saying we're gonna be as long as the Potathon if we oh, keep going. Oh, gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, speaking uh, of which, you know that going on. Have you guys been listening to any of it? Yeah, I listened to some today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been Funhouse or something was on when I was listening earlier. They're hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. They got 25 hours they'll be on. Uh, Sipes and Shane from our site was on earlier, uh, representing the HQ. Um, Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen simply. uh, It's my son's birthday party today. Oh, well, happy uh, birthday to him. Yeah, his birthday is actually on Tuesday, but we had the the party. Oh, well, I take that back, though. (laughs) (laughs) You you hold that thought until Tuesday, sir. But, uh... I will. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) But yeah, so uh, so I've been busy all day. And, and... Then, no, I do not. I retract that statement. No, sorry. Yeah. Oh man, you guys in Scott Fishbowl? Yes, yes. yes. Nice. Are you guys ready to draft tomorrow? Yes, I am. Yeah, I did a few mocks. Um, so I'm I'm ready to roll. What are you guys all drafting at? Uh, five, one, seven. I'm at twelve. I'm one six. I got yeah. the turn. Oh, wow. do, you, do you like your one six spot? Like, I actually don't mind it. I did a couple of mocks. And you don't get hurt by any of the runs. Yeah, I kind of. I, I think I'm going. I'm going to go running back because I think I'm going to grab yeah. David Johnson. Yeah, and I'm even debating taking Johnson at five. Yes, Gordon. So I tried, scares the crap I did this mock recently, right? And I thought my plan was David Johnson and then try to get, like, Kittle or Ertz in the second round. Yeah. They both went right before I came back around. So I mm-hmm. tripled down. I got 
I went J- David Johnson, then I went Dalvin Cook, and then Aaron Jones. And then so I right. think, still ended up with a pretty solid I, team. And then I grabbed Stefan Diggs and then followed that up with Evan Ingram and Jared Cook. So I got two good tight ends right there. Yeah. And you still and, ended up with quarterbacks? Uh, I still the after Cook I went Jameis Winston and then I also got Kirk Cousins later. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah, but... that's not... see the thing, and we were talking about that in a couple of mocks I did. Um, the couple of mocks I did, basically, like people, we were saying, like quarterbacks are going to go much earlier than mm-hmm. they are in these mocks. So, yeah, I don't mind waiting on quarterback, but at a certain point, I would be like, I got to get one, right? Because <laughs> like, super flex, right? It's yeah. super flex, yeah. And Jameis Winston, uh, he better. <laughs> not be throwing picks because it's like minus four for a pick. Oh, yeah. And minus you I gotta get a good quarterback. It's minus that, one for an incompletion, Matt Ryan's isn't my it? Guy, man. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it minus one for an incompletion and plus one for a completion or something like that? Yeah. It's something crazy like that. I think that's the, the new wrinkle. If I'm <laughs> I mean I may be thinking of another league that I looked at the settings for, but <laughs> I will definitely be looking at that before, but I'm with you. I'm probably going running back. Um, somehow in one of these mocks, Barkley fell to five and I'm like, if Barkley wow. falls to five, I will oh, like, you would have to like restrain me from getting to that. Mm-hmm. That's an Insta click. Just yeah. bang it. You That'd break your phone. Well, That's somebody took my home. McCaffrey went first. <laughs> McCaffrey went first. Mahomes, I think, went second. Somebody yeah. took Zeke, Kamara, oh, and that left me Barkley at five. And I'm like, oh, my God, if this happened. Well, I think that was the Aussie guys uh, one I did. And I said it would be the Ducks Guts if I uh, could get Barkley <laughs> at five because Ducks Guts means really good uh, or awesome, something like that. So so there's your bonus Aussie term of the week. I'm going to start clicking the outro music, and we can start saying goodbyes and uh, – we can keep talking if you want, but I'm going to stop recording at this point. Uh, anything else real quick for the people? There, Daryl? No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Then uh, <laughs> that'll do it for this week's, again, two-hour episode. I think we're just yeah. trying to be like a pothon. Uh, go donate to Fantasy Cares in honor of the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, join my eliminators and go Hawks. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Nate. Yeah, thanks for letting me derail. (laughs) (laughs) Good night now.